Have you ever wondered what customer journey maps are? For me, they're how a person moves from one step to the next to achieve some goal or outcome that they desire. This can be within a business or a product cycle or even in a personal life cycle. In this episode, I describe how one customer journey map created a new $70 million revenue business within just 18 months. Hi, my name's Dina Goebel and welcome to Diary of a Business Designer. This is a show about business design. It's not theory, it's 40 years of lessons learned to create successful business models. You can register on my website, diaryofabusinessdesigner.com for email notifications of new episodes and other resources and listen via your favourite podcast apps. The concept of customer journey maps came about during the mid-1980s when outside-in management thinking was growing and understanding the touch points of a customer with a company was needed. However, it wasn't until 2013 that I decided to draw my first customer journey map. I wasn't a designer or web developer. I just had an intuitive feeling that this would help with the current segment I was working in. I was asked to launch a new segment initiative. It was a good visionary concept. The market opportunity was evident and a friend asked me to establish a corporate B2B sales channel to chase down this segment. Within 12 months, we had exceptional market traction well underway in selling our core product. However, I like to plan two to three years ahead and needed to understand the segment even broader than the current point of sale relationship we already had for this core product. I was interested in exploring how innovation through adjacency could be realized, meaning where could we expand next to the core product rather than disrupt with innovation altogether? Or where could we create additional revenue as a means that was aligned to our core business? Or where could we lock in the customer by expanding along their value chain? So I decided to try this new concept of a journey map, thinking broader than the business relationship itself and into the entirety of the customer's life cycle journey. Not our business journey, but the life cycle journey. So in this case study, we created a whole new business division, which generated $70 million per annum. The scenario was overseas visitors' health insurance. It's a compulsory and mandatory working visa condition here in Australia for any temporary working visa holder or international student to have while they are here. It provides cover for emergency hospital events, ambulance and some basic doctor services while in Australia. And residents pay for this service via taxes in our Medicare system. It is optional for residents to take out additional health insurance for non-urgent medical care. The new segment, the migration segment, was to launch and sell the insurance cover via migration agents to incoming international workers. And within six months of a focused B2B channel effort, we were well underway to significant new revenue, growing market share from the other insurance providers. However, it was a once-off transaction, part of our core product, 
and eventually the policy for the health insurance would cancel when the working permit period ended, usually in the two to three year mark. Yet we knew the journey of a working visa holder was far broader than just this period, as many wanted to become residents of Australia, or others studied first and then worked, and others returned to work another day in Australia or extended their permits. And it was across this entire journey I needed to understand more. Not being an overseas visitor or migrant myself, it was time to track this journey and in the first instance, I wanted to explore this with my entire B2B sales team, who were all new residents to Australia. Fondly called the A-Team, they were full of energy and we had a multicultural group which spanned migration from Vietnam, Taiwan, India, UK and Mexico and plus myself as the token local born. What we mapped was a journey which spanned four to six years. It was a journey that starts with a life ambition to move or enjoy a better life here in Australia and the enormous brave challenge to eventually become an Australian citizen. Now, if you are listening on your favourite podcast app, subscribe, like, review or share. My goal is to get to a thousand listeners and also follow me on LinkedIn. All right, a six-year journey map. Sounds complicated. Well, not really. Remember I mentioned adjacency. To find an extension in an area that was already aligned to our core product? In this case, the scope boundary I placed on the journey was the topic of our company's mission, healthier, happier lives. So where on this journey were people healthy and happy, healthy and unhappy, unhealthy and happy and or unhealthy and unhappy. You can see the importance of the scope in this instance but what became immediately obvious was unhealthy people don't tend to go work or study or move overseas. Those that come are younger, fit and generally healthy. So our journey scope even got tighter to the healthy and happy or the healthy and unhappy. And with our journey map, I decided to track the emotional and health requirements journey over this period of four to six years. Now, I have put in my show notes how that journey map looks and how we created this quadrant that aligned with our business objectives. A wavy line emerged where the emotions of such a tremendous journey were evident. On the up, on the positive, was the excitement of a life decision where you tell your family and friends, you save and research and plan and prepare. And on the downside is the reality of applications, saving finances, packing to go, farewell, visa requirements, anxious waiting, loops, hurdles, insurances, medicals, fees, confusing information and last minute changes. Then the exhilaration returns when you finally arrive and that's quickly followed by a year of complete disorientation with new languages, names, places, money, processes, accommodation, disconnection, mental health and of course health needs during emergencies or illness or pregnancy. Eventually with a few more ups and downs, the cycle of visa updates and extensions New Australians get a better understanding and settle in, make friends and secure the future. 
However, our once only transaction of the health insurance cover was during that arrival process, right at the start when the experience overall was overwhelming and negative. And then we had a potential to renew a few years later if required. We explored and failed on three experiments for adjacency. Now, if you have listened to my episode five, using an idea canvas, that's a means to kind of weed out different different opportunities to experiment. And in this case, we tried three experiments. I mean, the first was attaching our product and services to banking, which was also a mandatory requirement um, and was earlier in the preparation process during the excitement. However, it relied on relationships with banks, so dependent on others. Our second experiment was we provided healthcare navigation support after arrival, helping demystify the system and to build a longer trusted relationship. However, it was quite an infrequent touch point and basically non-essential because it was a healthy cohort. They really didn't need healthcare navigation. The third experiment is we tried conversion incentives when people were changing from an overseas cover to a full-time residential cover once they became a resident. However, residential cover is optional and is generally discarded now that having a mandatory service has suddenly become free in the public healthcare system. It was a hard sell. And then like many innovation opportunities, it is all in the timing And we had deep segment knowledge and industry relationships at this stage that we discovered the opportunity to do the visa medicals. It was mandatory to have a medical while in Australia each time your visa changed or extended. And it was Department of Immigration monitored and then outsourced to a network of medical providers all across Australia managed by a single overseeing provider who was our competitor for the last 12 years and it had become a stale, outdated process and experience. It was a 100% 70 million revenue guarantee. However, the ROI was very questionable. When we mapped the ROI, we discovered with business model innovation, utilizing a lean production process mindset, digital transformation and innovation and service model innovation, it could be an extremely profitable line of business. And with a 20 million capex approval in hand and a tender submission to the department, we won. And 12 months later, we opened the doors across Australia, providing thousands of visa medicals every week with a vastly improved experience. This award-winning solution spanned several years of the migration journey and created brand stickiness, generating millions of dollars more in insurance cover and brought the overall segment market share beyond 50%. All of this came from a single customer journey map on a single page. You never know, give it a go. Now, I was inspired by Blue Ocean Strategy at this time, and their approach to customer segment maps looks at all the levers an organization can pull during a customer lifecycle journey. I've put a link in my show notes to Blue Ocean Strategy, but there's many different approaches depending on what tools you prefer to use. So thank you for listening. Please visit my website, email, ask questions, provide feedback. Love to hear from you. Thanks. Bye.